Fun fact. If you have listened to the trailer episode, you should know that it was written with the help from OpenAI Chat, and actually the ending was completely generated by it. So now my question is, can I take credit for it? Welcome to my podcast, AI Artistic Intelligence. I am Zainab Afzal, an aspiring novelist for the past 23 years, and now I'm writing my romance novel with the help from OpenAI Chat. We are going to cover a lot of area in this podcast and gonna get specific about how even to use AI as a writer in its current form. However, in the first two episodes, we are going to have to talk about some basic and structural elements of storytelling, concepts of literary theory and writing. We need to understand, firstly, why the usage of AI in creative writing is instinctually considered problematic, but also secondly, AI's limitations for writers, as well as ethical quality and creative process related issues. I am also going to apologize for the fact that there might be some noise in the background. In all honesty, I live on one of the most noisiest streets in Barcelona. I get approximately 15 minutes of silence before somebody's going to walk by singing or a truck's going to be coming by or something. Um, I do re-record if I feel like the noise is too much. But I do think I am never going to be done recording if I wait too long. So if the noise is too much, do let me know in the comments. Otherwise, you know, consider it a little bit of SMR in the background. The first time I heard about AI in a creative writing context was in another podcast. I believe it was Joanna Pan talking about it in the creative pan. And she definitely seemed to be excited about the prospect. She was talking about full-generated text from AI that was well-written, well-crafted, and complex. I will admit, I was not completely comfortable with the idea. There was something about it writing novels that felt cold and redundant. Since then, this technology has evolved further to a more skillful level, become even more accessible. Google Docs, for example, have a function called Smart Compose. One of my coworkers used it to write an email about a disappointing situation. And we were joking that these days people basically need machines to tell them how to communicate. But maybe there's something to that, and maybe there's a reason. I have changed my mind a little bit on this perspective in the sense that I caught myself confusing AI with robots, machines, and algorithms. The reason I thought what I did was because I kept thinking AI can only imitate a text and replace some words. And then it hit me. Is that so different from what we are doing as humans? Originality does not exist to the extent people think. Stories are continuously repeating themselves. I have to admit, it bothers me when people are in such an awe of a certain book, a story, a movie, claiming that it is so unique. And then you watch it or read it, realizing it is simply a retelling of Greek mythology in these times, for example. I'm sorry, but if you think Game of Thrones was a complete, unique story, then it's probably because you were most likely 
not been exposed to the hundreds of other people that wrote a very similar plotline. Mother of Dragons is not an original idea. And you know what? It doesn't have to be. Originality is not the goal of creative writing. So when AI is pulling on existing text to create a new one, it is doing exactly what we are doing. As T.S. Eliot said, bad writers borrow, great writers steal. How do we as humans write a novel? Creative is not about making stuff up. We don't read novels or even something like memoirs to read about events. We read them to feel, to understand, or even to tell a truth. Even masterworks like Pride and Prejudice has a lot of similarity with Shakespeare's play Much Ado About Nothing. In both stories, we have two characters that hate each other and then soon enough fall in love with each other. The character of Beatrix is questioning and cross and doesn't follow norms as easily as her surroundings and she is kind of critical of marriage in a sense which is quite similar to what we see with Elizabeth Bennet as well. The difference is that Jane Austen is telling a similar story from the perspective of a woman from a certain social class with specific connotations for marriage in the sense that marriage was an opportunity in her time while Shakespeare is known for discussing, maybe better said, like emphasizing the comedic and even tragic part of being human or the human experience. In the book, How to Read Literature Like a Professor by Thomas C. Foster, there is a quote, if it's not in the Bible, it's in Shakespeare. This is because Foster focused a lot on intertextuality, which is the interrelationship among texts that shapes other texts and its meaning. Literature is constantly referring to itself and other works and even other mediums and creating new meaning of the even original text. So originality is not a massive concern for me in the sense that, in the end, we create stronger con connections with integrity. So I might be more interested in asking, what does AI bring to the art of writing when it has not lived a life and created a perspective? I do believe there are some misconceptions about creativity, by the way. When I was younger, creativity felt like a playground, the ultimate freedom do whatever you want basically confinement restrictions rules were portrayed as the opposite however i think we have a better understanding of creativity now more people know the proverb necessity is the mother of invention this idea goes all the way back to plato in his work republic when he says our need will be the real creator Creativity is a process of creation, but it is not the opposite of confinement. Confinement can be the first step. We need to be creative because of a need. 
If you have heard about Joseph Campbell, you might be aware of the notion of the hero's journey from his book, A Hero with a Thousand Faces. This is also another example of intertextuality. The reason why I'm bringing it up is because this is another example of showing how a story has structure. In the hero's journey, there is multiple steps. There's a whole being at home in comfort, and then there's a call to adventure. A lot of things that happen throughout this adventure, and eventually the hero returns home as a different person. But this is a structure. It's a pattern, actually. Therefore, creative writing does follow something that can be laid down. You can experiment with that pattern. Hell, you can even decide to go completely against it. But funny enough, you're still referencing some kind of structure, whether it's even to be complete opposite. So the idea that AI can write a full novel on its own makes sense. It just needs to be programmed to understand the coherence. Storytelling has rules and design. It is interesting that the discussion about AI is always kind of leading towards replacement rather than understanding AI as a tool. I understand that the idea of us creating a mind can be a little terrifying and maybe our evolutionary instinct and fear of getting replaced gets the best of us. But I do think that there is more to AI than talk about replacement because AI is not the human mind. The definition is artificial. It is technology. We are not even in a place where AI can imitate or even fully express emotions. So we are not creating a creature. This is not Frankenstein's monster. We are creating a tool. And that is what humans do. We create tools from the cavemen to the 21st century scientists. That being said, there are still certain things about AI or using AI in creative writing that opens a door of problems in regard to quality, skill, creative control process, as well as question of authorship, which I started noticing myself as well while I was writing this novel with OpenAI Chat. The reason why OpenAI Chat has gotten a lot of popularity for different kind of people is because of its sophistication. We are no longer dealing with chatbots who are getting triggered by one or two words. With OpenAI Chat, we are seeing that it understands complex sentences, tones, it creates coherence. In fact, AI has already generated a well-known screenplay called Sunspring. It has even gotten positive feedback, though admittedly critics have also remarked that it was not necessarily a masterpiece and AI is not on the same level of a well-crafted author. When I first heard about OpenAI Chat, of course, all I was doing was asking random questions about places to visit, recommendation. The part that changed my understanding of its potential was when I asked for feedback I completely randomly. I just send it like a poem. What do you think? And then I began asking questions about writing. And 
then I actually sent over a prologue script of a fantasy book I was writing, still writing, but that's not the one that I want to continue it for now. And I was both impressed and kind of creeped out by the feedback. Before I explain why, let me read it to you. So this is what it sent back after I sent it the prologue. Overall, this chapter is quite engaging and emotionally charged. The opening sentence is a strong hook. It sets the tone for the rest of the chapter. The imagery of the lion green field of Valley is descriptive and creates a visual for the reader as well as highlighting the contrast between life and death. The introduction of the character is well done. Their personalities are distinct, which helps keep the reader engaged. The tension between Wes and Donna is intriguing and adds another layer to the story. The dialogue is natural, helps reveal the character's personality and relationships with each other. The only suggestion for improvement would be to provide more context surrounding the death and danger mentioned. It would help create a better understanding of the world the characters inhabit, create a stronger emotional connection to their experiences. Overall, this chapter shows promise for the rest of the novel, leaves the reader wanting to know more about the character and the world they inhabit. Guys, like this kind of feedback is something I expect from an editor. Like this is explaining why something works, why it doesn't, and it gives solid advice. It is understanding symbolism and contracts, not to mention it evaluate the content and understand the nuances as well as the differences between characters. It, it gives this advice that actually does help. I kind of changed the chapter and it was making it hang together much better and it made it easier to actually continue writing as well. I actually wrote to my brother, like I sent him the feedback and I was like, I am impressed and creeped out. And he informed me that people are already using OpenAI chat for feedback in their respective fields and pretty much have the same feeling as me. I even shared this with a lot of friends and they had the same reaction and I also decided to share something on my Instagram story and that one got a really interesting response. Just a very quick background like I was beginning to write a romance novel like I read something else and then it triggered me and I had written the first chapter and I kind of had an idea for a title. Now um, the title was between two for me and I asked OpenAI chat to actually tell me which one worked the best and I shared that on my Instagram story asking people if they agreed. The response was quite interesting. Um, one half was like, yeah, they completely agree and it creeped them out. Some people were like, ha, funny. Well, the other part was actually, they were creeped out literally because OpenAI chat managed to almost change their mind. Like it was arguing why one title was better than the other. And I can share, share it with you right now because this is the first time I'm beginning to notice something about OpenAI chat. 
So it was between two titles, right? The first title was We Don't Get to Fall in Love. The second title was We Don't Fall in Love in This One. And the feedback it gives me can kind of be narrowed down to three basic things. Number one, it sounds number one title, the one that says we don't get to fall in love. The argument is that it sounds more emotionally charged while the other one sounds more as a matter of facts. Another argument, the second argument was that the second title, meaning we don't get to fall in love in this one, sounded like what it rephrased as tongue-in-cheek, which I had to look up. And if you don't know it either, look it up. It's actually an interesting phrase. Um, and that was really interesting for me as well. It was, it had, because it's not about, it's tough to pronounce. It's actually kind of diving a bit deeper into the fact that the title, We Don't Get to Fall in Love in this one, might not be entirely sincere. And that's really interesting, is catching up on something. Thirdly, the argument, which is really going to really bring into the something that is going to be interesting about AI versus the human experience of writing. The third argument was that if the novel was supposed to be a deeper novel with a tragic twist, the first title makes more sense, meaning we don't get to fall in love, makes more sense for a tragic kind of romance story. The second title makes sense if I am writing a more lighthearted novel that wasn't taking itself too seriously. This is so fascinating. Because what it is doing right now is it's already kind of trying to put the novel in a subcategory. Like, are we talking tragic romance? Are we talking fun, chick lit kind of romance? And that is interesting because for me, I'm not imagining it's gonna fall 100% in either of these categories. I'm not even sure, like, if this will fully sum up the categories that my novel can touch upon. Because I am imagining that I'm gonna have, you know, I'm going to deal with tragic parts with witty dialogues and I am going to, you know, use comedy with tragic remarks. I am going to use both elements. Now, what you need to kind of remind yourself here is that OpenAI Chat only knows that this is a romance novel. There is no explanation about what this book is going to be about. And yet it's already kind of building its decisions on the content and the whole point of the novel, which is interesting because I don't know what the point of the novel is yet. I am still exploring the context while this one is already, OpenAI Chat is already kind of basing decisions on it. Why is this interesting? Because we are already diving deeper into something that humans are always going to do a bit different than artificial intelligence. We're going to be on a different starting road. We are more exploring. And what does that actually mean for the creative process behind the writing? And especially, this is going to lead into a very interesting discussion about the different types of writer. For example, you might be familiar with the term panzer versus plotter, which refer to the way you write your stories. 
The plotter is the writer who plans and outlines their stories. They spend a lot of time on a pre-writing stage that chart out the plots, character, world building. They know where the story is going before they write it. The panzer write by the seat of their pants, hence the name. Basically, this approach means you sit down, you write, and the story is kind of going its own path. You spend less time on finding out where it's going. You're not spending time so much on uh, figuring out who the characters is or everything. You're kind of figuring it out. You're exploring it while you're writing it. Of course, there are some pros and cons to each type even before we involve AI. For example, Stephen King is a notorious pantser. He does not even have notebooks and write down ideas. Of course, planning is time consuming and if you plan too much, you might kill your creativity or your ideas. You're also confining yourself to stay within a frame, possibly missing out on other options. However, in, for example, the case of Stephen King, we know his book to be very intriguing. He creates a lot of mystery. There's so much going on. We really get involved with something that he gets a lot of critique for are his endings. The endings do not reach a satisfying point. Like literally, it's one of the things he have failed on repeatedly in some of his most famous books. Now you as a person might belong to one or the other. Most likely you have a different variation of both. Now my question to you for next episode is, what do you think the open AI chat is? And let me end this with a poem fully generated by open AI chat. Here we go. When sunlight spills upon the ground and tree with leaves of green abound, a world awakens fresh and new with endless possibilities to pursue. The bird take flight and sing their song as nature rhythms moves along. And in this moment, all is well, a fleeting peace, a sacred spell. So let us cherish each new day and all the beauty in our way. For life is short and swiftly gone and every dawn a precious dawn.